0: Oh my god, god, la la la, let me explain. love, relationships, that they eat, that that It is Friday, and we're about to head into the weekend, and of course, to set you right for your weekend, we have to start with a few icks, just to remind you that everyone else is icky and disgusting and you are amazing that is the good thing about the icks is that you can think at least I'm not going around doing these icky things actually maybe it has the opposite effect because maybe it makes people feel like shit I can never go out again in case I accidentally give someone the ick with this really unreasonable thing but at least you not being featured in this podcast or maybe you are has any of any of you actually listened to this podcast and thought shit I think that was about me if you have please DM me, I'd love to know. And if you are going to DM me, DM me on at asklalala, let me explain. That's where you can submit your icks, fuckboy replies, red flags, all that jazz. Okay, so on to our first ick for today, which says, he sent me a documentary that he recommended I watched, which suggested that the pyramids were built by giants. Who, who did build the pyramids? You know what? I actually haven't. Well, I mean, I know it was obviously ancient um, Egyptians, but it would make total sense if the BFG was involved. Maybe not the actual BFG because Roald Dahl didn't come around until like the 1940s or something, maybe. I don't know. And the pyramids were built a lot longer than that, thousands of years ago. I don't even know. This is... Do you know what? I shouldn't have chosen this ick because this is revealing what a fucking uneducated heathen I am. When were the pyramids even built? 5,000 years ago? Were they before Jesus or after Jesus? I don't know. So you know what? I might sign up for a History GCSE because I obviously failed miserably the first time around. It's probably me that's giving you the ick and I'm really sorry but I am who I am and I'm not I'm not gonna lie about I'm not gonna pretend I could have very easily before this started like doing a bit of research on the pyramids and the giants and all of that and then come on this podcast and acted as though I was really sophisticated and intelligent but you know what I'm not going to and if that makes you judge me then well then you're probably well within your rights too on to the next ick. Do you know what? This one I fully support. This ick says, He called my knickers panties. Ah, oh, I'm sorry that I even had to say that out loud. I don't want to say it out loud again, but I reckon for the next five minutes, I'm probably going to say the word panties several times. No one is allowed to say the word panties. Not you, not me, not him, not anyone. Panties, to me, is one of the worst words in the world Uh, up there with moist and discharge and in fact all those three words together oh I'm so sorry why am I doing this today it's me I'm the ick again i was so sorry for saying those three words I hate myself I'm gonna have to wash my mouth out with soap but panties there's something so disgusting about it because I also feel like everyone who uses it is a bit like creepy and I don't know what my trauma is with it obviously something has triggered this because I can't I'm so upset by that word maybe something's happened in my past where someone said it to me and I've blocked it out I don't know hate it but by ban it from the dictionary is it even in the dictionary I don't know I'm not going to look it up because it'd make me sick but anyway bye well not bye because I'm still here I've got more icks to do but you know what I mean All right, the next one says, he went live on TikTok and he's 31. Oh well, I've been live on TikTok when I was like 41, so I don't know what that means. And I go live on Instagram once a week. But there is a reason for that. I mean, I do, it is part of my job. So we need to establish why he went live on TikTok at the age of 31 for us to establish whether this is an ick. Is there a good reason to go live on TikTok? If, if there is, go for it. If you want to spread your message to your TikTok community and it's a good message, an important one, you want to tell your people some things, I support that. That's fine. And if it's part of his job... You know, if he's running a business or whatever and he's doing the social media for that business and he's going live on TikTok to talk about a new promotion, that is fine. What is not okay is if he's gone live on TikTok and just sat there and just for no apparent reason, just because he thinks people on TikTok want to see him saying nothing. You know, have you seen that creepy guy? He's got like blonde hair. I can't remember his name. But he was like called out, it was a bit of a TikTok sort of sensation and then it all came out that he was like grooming people and he used to do these awful lives where he would just go live and start like doing weird little dances and miming along to like baby, 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 ho. Oh. and so he'd do that, like that would be playing in the background and he'd like sing that and then he'd be like, hey guys, yeah, just going down the shops a bit later. You know, there was nothing. It was like, yeah, just uh, bought some milk and some butter. So if he's doing that, that's full on ick and p- probably in in real life should be arrested. But if there's a purpose, then you're not allowed to get the ick. And we actually do have to accept that social media is actually becoming a normal form of communication now Uh, and maybe we need to like grow up and get with the times. So only an acceptable ick if there's absolutely no good reason for him to be on TikTok. And the last ick for today says, he bought me a necklace with the coordinates of where he asked me to be his girlfriend. You know what? Go fuck yourself, you horrible person. That was that was quite extreme, wasn't it? I, I shouldn't have said it like that, maybe. But, oh my God, this is the saddest ick of all time. What an incredible thing to do. That is literally the peak of romance. And you responded to that by feeling sickened and and repelled which I totally understand because I'd probably been the same because you've probably got some kind of deeply disorganized attachment like me where it's like this person is too kind and too nice and they like me too much they must be a complete and utter freak when actually the answer to that is we not just you need therapy because this is what we want. This is peak, lovely, thoughtful, kind romance. I want his name and his number. Even if it's just to tell him he's amazing. Maybe if he's still single, obviously, maybe I'll pursue it. But I'll probably ruin his life as well. Because once he does something really nice, me and my all disorganized attachment will also come along and be like, No, stop it, you really nice person. You're making me feel ill. But anyway, I love him. Sorry for telling you to go fuck yourself, by the way. If that offended you, I was going to say go fuck your mum, but who knows, or fuck your hamster, I don't know. But anyway, no, let's not fuck anyone, but just go and sort yourself out. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. All right. So today we are doing fuckboy replies. The point of these is that you're not sending a text to somebody who is a great, loving, wonderful person offering you great communication. You are thinking of sending a text to someone who has been a certified fuck person and in order to stop you getting that feeling of regret when you send a message that you just wish you hadn't fucking sent because the reply is horrible or shit or whatever or you don't get a reply, you can send them to me instead at ask la. let me explain. That is the DM where you can send me anything, icks, red flags, fuckboy replies, questions for the Wednesdays. So the first fuckboy reply for today says, why have you thrown away 15 years of friendship by ghosting me now that we finally had sex I think you should send this if you have been friends with somebody for 15 years had sex with them and then they've disappeared off the face of the earth then they absolutely owe you an explanation for that, um, but p- presumably you didn't have sex with the uh, some kind of discussion about this becoming something. It sounds like it's just sort of happened. Maybe two friends end up in bed together. You know what I was going to say. It's really sad that that it's happened. That they've completely ghosted you since then. But it's absolutely not uncommon. And there's several different things that could have happened here. Perhaps this whole 15 years of friendship wasn't even a platonic friendship like you thought it was. Perhaps this man was actually trying to get in your knickers this entire time, which sounds mental for 15 years, but is entirely fucking possible. Speak to horrible men and they will tell you that this is the kind of shit that horrible men can and will do. You know, there's that element of challenge, like she's making this really hard for me and one day I'll fucking get there. So there is that possibility that it was never platonic at all and that this was the the goal uh, and that's been the end goal and he's done it now, which is horrible. But actually, you've not lost anything because that was not a friendship anyway. That's the most negative, I think, of the possibilities. The other potential possibilities are that he's incredibly embarrassed Maybe something happened, maybe uh, he wasn't hard for, you know, sometimes there's things that men can get really embarrassed about that we don't even pay attention to, you know, that we didn't even notice, like they might think, oh, I came came too quickly, and we're like, that's normal, men all come that fucking quickly, or they were a bit limp, or, you, you know what I mean, things like that, that maybe he's like, shit, and, and, and he just, you know, is incredibly deeply embarrassed. And this is the other question is, have, have you actually messaged him? Has he actually entirely ghosted you? Or are you just saying, expecting him to have contacted you? Have you messaged and he's totally blanked those messages? Because, yeah, it might be t- total deep embarrassment. Or it might be that he has incredibly deep feelings for you and this has just really solidified that and it feels really hurtful that actually, you know, it was just a drunken one night stand or something in, in your eyes and you wanted to go back to being friends and he can't cope with that. There are so many different scenarios or maybe he even got the ick, which is a horrible, I hate that one, I hate saying that one, but it's always a possibility. Just like we might have sex with somebody and be like, oh my God. I wasn't expecting that because he said panties or whatever. And then that's totally given you the ick like it would for me. And maybe I would never speak to somebody again if they did that. So there's always that possibility. But the only way that you're going to know why this happened is if you ask them. And I think asking is the only way. So I think sending this text is absolutely fine in that exactly the way that you've said it is absolutely fine. And if they don't reply to you, then I don't even think you need to speculate on one of the many reasons because you will never find out which one it is. And I think you just need to block, delete, move on and just feel like, what a shame. You just don't know someone till you fuck them, do you? Well, I mean, then don't, don't that's not actually a true statement. I, I, is that, a, is that a, like a, a quote? Is that a relatable quote you don't know someone till you fuck them if it is if it isn't let's not make it one because I don't think we all need to get to know each other by fucking each other but yeah it's a shame it's a real shame I hope you get the answer and I hope the answer is that he's just felt really embarrassed by something uh, and hasn't been able to say it but definitely reach out all right the next one says why did you say you were low-key falling in love with me and then withdraw contact to nothing. That's very shitty. You know what? And actually, the answer to this is almost kind of similar to what I just gave for the one about the friend ghosting. And that is that, again, we will never know the answer to these. And actually, I think this one is another reasonable one where you can actually ask this person the question. But if you are terming this person already as a fuck person, and maybe they are being considered a fuck person because they withdrew contact after saying that they were falling in love with you, then you already kind of don't need to know the answer. if that's your answer that they've said this one thing to you and then their behavior has been completely incongruent because they've completely withdrawn and disappeared after saying that, then that's the part that you need to focus on, their actions, the way that they've treated you. You know, getting an explanation from them about this isn't going to change anything, actually. There could be a thousand different explanations for this. Maybe they were falling in love with you, but actually they're married to someone else. Or they're falling in love with you And they really can't handle those feelings and they're completely emotionally unintelligent and emotionally unavailable and it's been too much for them and they've just collapsed in emotional overwhelmment and can no longer contact you. I think the bottom line is that that the likelihood is that they probably weren't falling in love with you if they then withdrew contact and actually it sounds like they probably were just a major fuck person who pretends that they're falling in love with people and says, oh, I love you, or gives you all these kind of like really positive affirmations when they know they don't feel that way. They just know that saying those things will get them to where they want to be. So, so there is a, a big chance that that's what's happened. And actually, they've done you their biggest favor by withdrawing contact to nothing. Really, they have, because it's much worse to be still in that manipulative scenario where their claws are into you and they're pretending to love you, to use your life. So I I, I would say that you, you could ask them this question, but be very careful of what the answer is. And if you don't get a reply or you don't get an adequate reply... In fact, the ad- what, what is an adequate reply? The type of fuckboy reply you get to this is, M- my mum's granddad's cousin's neighbour died, and I just, I, I can't stop thinking about it. I haven't been the same since. and I had to organise the funeral for my son's brother's cousin's dad's hamster. You know, that shit. So I actually just think you'd probably be better off with this one of block deleting, moving on, and allowing them to remain with no contact and the final fuckboy reply for today says I really don't believe that you've split but you're living together for the sake of the kids you must think I'm an idiot you know what I I wouldn't even send this you don't you you don't you don't believe it and you're not an idiot and 99% of people especially men again I'm really sorry to say it When they tell you that they are living together for the sake of the kids, but they're not together anymore, it is a lie. They are still in a relationship with their ex. There are many men out here who claim to be sleeping on sofas in their ex's houses when they are very much sleeping in the bed with their ex who's not their ex. They are actually their current partner. Now, every time I've had this conversation... I will get 99,000 messages from people saying, yep, this is exactly what I went through. And it turns out that he was totally lying. But then I will get 20 messages from people saying, you know what, me and my ex did live together for quite a while and we were totally separate and we were both, you know, free to see other people. Uh, So there is a very small percentage possibility that that could be the case. And if that is the case, I would expect them to be able to post you on social media. I would expect them to be able to speak to you when they're at home. You know, none of that shady kind of shit. It is definitely not true if they're like, yeah, we're still living together for the sake of the kids. And, and also I can't um, be open about seeing new people because she'll stop me seeing the kids. That, then that's a fucking lie. I can't follow you on socials because, like, you know, we're, we're, we're still not being open about that kind of stuff. No, 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 no. Definitely a fucking lie. I would, I mean, I wouldn't even, if, if I spoke to a man, if I met a man now and he said to me, still lives with his ex, absolutely. I'm not even looking around for nuance. I'm not looking around to see if he's one of the 20 out of 99,000 who. Are telling the truth it's not worth the risk for me and I think that you should continue to not believe it and probably not even bother to send the text because if you send this text you will get back yes we are oh my god I can prove it to you or actually if they can prove it to you by like going on a FaceTime with their ex and she's like yeah yeah we're not together anymore then fine but if they don't do that yeah I wouldn't believe it Okay, and this week's Friday night reminder is remember to be cautious about where you get your advice from we have heard about it in several of my other podcast episodes now like when we discussed uh, escaping twin flames on my heartbreak podcast and when we discussed adam whittington alleged child expert child protection expert in my dark side of paedophiles podcast and as you will have heard we discussed recently about facebook are we dating the same guy groups and in all of those podcasts We covered a bit about why sometimes taking advice from people can steer you in the wrong direction. So it's really useful to seek advice. It's really good to reach out and ask. Don't sit there bottling up your problems. Reach out to friends or seek advice online, but make sure you critically think about the sources of that advice and make sure that you know that you don't have to take it. Just because somebody is saying to you, oh, you shouldn't be doing this and you shouldn't be doing that. You don't have to take it, but also have a look at who's giving that advice. Is it someone who loves you, someone who values you, someone who wants the best for you? If they do, then probably their advice is something that you should listen to. But just be really cautious and careful about where you seek advice and support from. And that's it for another Friday. And I hope you have a wonderful weekend and I will see you again on Monday for who knows what. It'll be a surprise. Tune in first thing and find out. Love you. Bye. La la la, let me explain. This has been a Sony Music Entertainment production.